Well, that is not the result that we were hoping for tonight. Coming back to Minute Maid Park after three straight wins, you thought maybe this offense would get off the ground and turn things around, and they simply did not. Uh, we're going to talk about this game and what they are going to have to do in Game 7 as their backs are against the wall, and the Rangers are squarely looking to their first trip to the World Series in a long time. Can the Astros stop it? Let's talk about this on the Locked On Astros podcast right now. are locked on Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for a daily locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Eisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros. Your team every day, even after a devastating loss like this, game six, ALCS. Brett, when you're not wallowing in depression, where can they find you on, on X? Well, sir, I'm not depressed. I'm good, Eric. Thank you for asking. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me at X, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Hey, look, always positive, always Stros. At, at least we have one more game. I'm going to I'm gonna be a glass half full kind of guy, but there are a lot of things we're going to talk about tonight where it feels like the cup is not even half full, but completely empty right now. Uh, yeah, guys, I know that tomorrow's game is going to be epic. It's going to be game seven ALCS. Uh, it's going to be very tense. It's going to be very, um, it's going to be one of those where everybody's all hands on deck. Uh, we'll see if even Justin Verlander gets an inning or so just to get the Astros into the World Series. And it's going to be Christian Javier on the mound. And if you want to be there and you don't already have tickets, you know what? Download the Game Time app. Great account. Use the code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And, guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast and become an everyday or somebody listens to our podcast every day, win or lose. We're here for you. We're here to kind of walk you through this and uh, hopefully kind of uh, give you some motivation because, yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit frustrating after today's game. And how close was Kyle Tucker to catching that home run? Um, mm. At the home run later in the game when it didn't matter, but he was just that close from catching a home run. And that was the difference in the ball game. And, and then um, Adolis Garcia, Man, that guy, he just kills the Astro. He he's been killing the Astro for years. Yeah. And after all that, after striking out, what did you strike out four times? And uh four times. And he just looked like he was like swinging for defenses. And then he finally like controlled his swing and he hit a home run. And he was like, Take that, all you Astros fans. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I I mean, okay. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in, Eric. <laughs> That's how it no. felt. When he hit I that, oh, when he was you know like what? doing this or whatever he's doing, it no, was like he was pointing. Point. No, he no, he's pointing to his family, dude. He's, he's okay. he got family up there. That's what he was doing. He wasn't pointing to the Astros fans. 
Um, look, I think these players, I don't know. I don't know how much they get up for these things like that, but I'm pretty sure he was motivated today. I'm pretty sure he was frustrated, Ben. You cannot pitch to him the pitch he got thrown and expect that ball to stay in the ballpark. And I just had a feeling when he got up that he was going to crush one with the bases loaded situation, the way that that inning had kind of just, I was like, the wheels are coming off. Um, you know, questionable decisions in the end to pinch hit certain guys in certain situations. Um, you don't trust Pena enough and you don't trust Diaz or McCormick enough. So you put Singleton in. I, I just, I don't understand that, but really it, it starts with this, Eric, the team came out, they got a couple hits, they got one run, they had runners in scoring position and they couldn't play more than one run at the time. And it wasn't until later till they added one where they got the second run. And, and that is simply just not going to get it done. You can't, you can't have people on the bases and not turn those into runs. And the Rangers really kept this game wide open up until they put the five spot on the Astros. The game was never really out of reach. Well, if you talk about this offense at home, you would think it's out of reach just because they're playing at home. But in this game alone, one for eight with runners in scoring position and left down on base, how many have they left on base at home, Eric, compared to, like, give me their runners in scoring position okay. numbers at home and the runners in scoring position numbers on the road. All right, this is kind of pathetic. At home in this series, the Astros have scored six runs. On the road, they've scored 23. At home, 17. On the road, 31 hits. Uh, at home, they've only got four extra base hits. On the road, they've got 11 extra base hits. Now, let's go ahead and go to the runners in scoring position. At home, they're two for 17. On the road, they are 15 for 35. Wow. So that's just, this is a mental thing at this point. Uh, this is something that I don't, I don't know what you could do to kind of fix this situation. It's like they're hitting like they're the best team in baseball. Then they come home and all of a sudden it just stops. And you, th you think the offense is going, getting going in the um, first inning. Uh, you have Al Altuve get the, the hit in the first inning, I believe it was, and they scored a run early in the game. And but then you strand, strand a runners and it's just, it just gets a little frustrating. And they they left a lot of runners on base and it's just a situation where why this is a ballpark that you've won World Series in. This is a ballpark that you've dominated yeah. throughout the years. And I don't want this to be like 2019 all over again. And that's where. Mm -hmm. And Jose Altuve was even asked, he was like, yeah, I don't want to compare this to that series because that didn't go that well to us for us. But yeah, that's where it's going. So so this is so this is a good question. I want to address this because you and I were discussing when we were watching it there at um, Legends today. Hope you all caught our live show. Thank you to everyone at Legends, the staff and everybody who opened their doors to us. So that was a really fun time. I just wish it could have been for with the Nationals win. But Defcon 2 says, Brett, why? doesn't Tucker climb the wall like Reddick? You know, what's funny is I literally asked that question to Eric. I was like, aren't you allowed to climb the wall? Almost like, like I knew the answer was yes, but almost like, why didn't he climb it? And Tucker just, he took a bad jump. And if you notice, he actually jumped and went into the pad going up. So it stopped his momentum. Yeah. Had he jumped a little bit further away from the wall and gone, he would have probably cleared 
his shoulder would have probably cleared that wall. He could have caught that baseball. He just missed time the jump. And that wasn't exactly it. It wasn't a laser, but it also wasn't a really high towering ball. And there's only one other ballpark that would have been a home run in Yankee Stadium, you know, Little League Field USA. And so we are a victim of our own short porch. But Tucker, dude, after his first strikeout, Eric, after his first strikeout, he just, I've never seen him walk away from an at bat that dejected. Um, someone took a picture of him squatting in between innings, not, not not playing catch with the center fielder or the bat boy. I, I think he's done that before. I don't, I don't know if I make much about that, but he is, right now, it's a mental thing. With Framber, it's a mental thing. With this team, it is, it is a psychological block, and there's right. only one person that can help Tucker, and that's Tucker. There's only one person that can help Altuve. That's you know what I'm saying. Each player has got to own this and figure out what it is. Because tonight, Eric, they were swinging. The bat started hot, but like Dubon, bases loaded. That guy doesn't swing at pitches. He swung at two or three really bad pitches. And then Jordan, when when he set up the outside corner, you had to know he was going to go further outside. You're Jordan Alvarez. He doesn't want your bat to touch the baseball. So when he swung on that pitch that was well off the plate, that is very Jordan, not very Jordan-like. And that's what happens when you don't produce in the beginning. You press and you get outside of that discipline, and even the best hitters just seem to fail in the toughest moments. That's why baseball is not an easy sport. we got to remember that. It's not easy. And don't blame the batter's eye because – the Rangers scored nine runs, so that's not an excuse. No one's making excuses here. I know the umpires were terrible, but we're not making excuses. They just they have to do it. You just have to do the action. So what's the Astros record in uh, game sevens? We'll talk about that in a second. What did Dusty <laughs> Baker say after the game about possibly using Brian Abreu for two innings instead of just one inning? Would that have affected today's outcome? Well, I guess we'll never know. Yeah, that's right. Um, game Time is a great app that you can go to. And actually, look, if you want to go to a Game 7, I was there in Game 6 when they clinched for the World Series. It was phenomenal. It was fun. And maybe you're the good luck charm that they need. So why don't you download the Game Time app today? Use the promo code Locked On MLB for $20 off your first purchase. You don't have to worry about, well, I didn't get a ticket a month ago. You can get it like as you're walking to the stadium. It's the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets, not just for baseball, but for comedy, for music, for theater events, anything, and killer deals last minute, all-in prices, views from your seats, and the best price guaranteed. The flash deals, the zone deals, you can't beat them anywhere. And what's cool is if you happen to find a seat in the same row in the same section for a cheaper price, then Game Time will credit you 110% the difference. So what I need you to do is download the Game Time app today, create an account, Use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. You get $20 off your first purchase. That's right. Terms and conditions apply. Create the account. Remember, download the Game Time app. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. The Astros play the Rangers in Game 7, Monday night, 7.03 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch all the local play calls in action on SiriusXM. Go to the SXM app and search Astros. Father Juan Torres, um, we met the other day. We need, we need some prayers. Um, we need some prayers for this Astros team. 
And so whatever you can do, Father, um, at the church tomorrow, please say some prayers for our boys. But look, bottom line is, Eric, you can you can pull pieces of this game apart and it can look really bad. Or you can pull pieces of this game apart and go, well, had they done this and this, it would have been a whole different ballgame. Because if the Astros go up and take advantage early, and let's say they score four or five runs, the events change over time. So the time continuum when you go back, it's not going to all come out the same way. So I think what would happen is those relief pitchers would come in those situations. Now you've got the Rangers pressing. And the bottom line is they've got to get Scherzer out of the game early. They've got to get to their bullpen early tomorrow and stay within the zone, stay focused and not get overworked or overhyped. Yeah. I mean, they've got nine innings tomorrow to make it happen to get back to their third straight World Series. And no team has ever come down from 0-2 or had a losing record at home and made it to the World Series. They could be the first. Uh, we'll see, but there's a lot of parallels to this 2019 Astros, and hopefully the Astros will be able to break it because they also face Max Scherzer in that game at, in game seven as well. So uh, how many, what are, is the Astros record in game seven um, games? Oh yeah. So, tell us. Uh, in 2004 at NLCS, they lost to the Cardinals in 2017 ALCS. They beat the Yankees. I believe we all remember that one. Um, yes. Jose Altuve uh, did something against some Chapman fella. Um, <laughs> and then 2017, they won a game versus the Dodgers in the world series. I believe that uh, happened. Uh, then the, we already mentioned what happened in 2019. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to talk about to that. The Nationals and the game seven, the world series. Okay. Move on, move on. <laughs> 2020, uh, ALCS, they lost to the Rays in San Diego. Uh, so remember playing in San Diego, they had the whole, um, pod where you had to go play the, the playoffs in just a pod. And so, uh, wow, that was just a different COVID time. But, um, yeah, so that's basically, they've won, what uh three no two out of five games game seven so uh hopefully the astros can get it done and if you're gonna put anybody on the mound it's not justin verlander it's not from Valdez. it's it's christian javier so i would say you would want him on the mound you need him on the mound and i think that it's just something that it's lined up perfectly. And I know that the Rangers fans are like, oh, yeah, I think that it's bet it's good for us to have Max Scherzer on the mound. Look what he did last time, game seven versus Astros. But I just think that what Christian Javier has been doing is just I think he's going to put the Astros on his back and he'd be like, road, home, road, I don't care. I'm going to go out there and just shut the Rangers down. And the bats just got to do something. The bats just got to do something. And I uh, just, this game just was, this was a weird game, dude. It was. Um, but, you know, I've said this before. Records are, are meant to be broken. Um, you know, first time things that happen for the first time are meant to happen for the first time for a reason. And so why not us and why not now is kind of the mentality that I'm taking. Um, there are a lot of people on here. And, and I just... For for your sake, okay, for everybody watching, I see a lot of people saying well, we need to DFA Pena, we need to DFA um, uh, Tucker. No, you don't. You don't give up on a guy because he's struggling. Right. Um, 
imagine if someone did that for you know for for you or me every time we we, we made a mistake at work we wouldn't have a job right or let's say you just it look you've got to realize that baseball is an ebb and flow and it is all about feel and if they are not confident with what they're doing at the plate I mean, the swings tonight did not look good. Now, I will say that the umpire's ridiculously bad strike zone was bad for both the Astros and the Rangers, maybe a little bit more for the Astros, but it was just bad altogether. And I do know that um, um, I remember Jimmy Endersby, when he was with the Hooks, I talked to him after a game. It was shortly after we interviewed him, and he, he wanted to go find this umpire that had – really changed his whole inning. He had gotten two outs with two strikeouts in this one at bat, like three at bats in a row, just kind of unraveled his game plan. It had totally changed his game plan and he wasn't able to adjust quick enough. And he said, the umpires, I don't think realize how much they alter an at bat, like your next pitch, your game plan. And so it makes a big deal. It does make a difference, but you have to overcome that. You can't use that. As the example, um, actually, Araldus Chapman, and I'm going to correct this. Someone said Araldus Chapman wasn't with the Yankees in 17. He actually was with the Yankees in 2017. Um, and he actually got the loss in game two of that ALCS when the Astros beat the Yankees two to one. Um, oh, was Astros I thinking won- of a different season uh, where no, Altuve hit no, the home run? No, no, that's the right. Uh, well, it was four to nothing in that game seven. I think 2019 is when he hit it off for Raldis Chapman. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was 2019 is what sent them to the World Series against the Nationals. They did go all the way to seven games. They won four to nothing against the Yankees. Um, and so, but anyways, that was Charlie Morton was on the mound. And Lance McCullers got the save. Man, look, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't. I mean, does putting Chaz McCormick in change this game? Does does putting Diaz in at that spot change the game? Does putting Diaz in for Maldonado in the seventh when, when they have bases? I, I don't know. Like, we can come up with hypotheticals all we want. The bottom line is the Astros, I even said the keys of the game, Framber had to stay focused, couldn't give up runs. The Astros had to take an early lead but also build on that lead. They didn't build on that lead. Right. And you had – and a, you had the ability, I think, at first to get to Eovaldi, but it was that mound visit that settled him down because he said after the game, he said, I was trying to do too much. You got to tip your cap to Eovaldi. He has had one of the more impressive, like, playoff runs of just about any pitcher in recent memory, and he's a very difficult to beat. If if the Astros don't get behind Javier, look, if Javier puts up zeros and the Astros don't put up runs, I don't even know why we keep playing into the ninth inning because you've got to support your pitcher. You've got to support your pitcher. Even with the one-to-one game, you've got to support your pitcher, and, and that's just the bottom line. Yeah, I know. We'll have to talk a little bit more about the Brian Brace situation that we uh, I kind of teased earlier about. Uh, would Dusty Baker have used him for two innings? He addressed that after game. We'll talk more about Christian Javier's stats uh, so far this postseason and a, a couple of other things in um, in a second. Hey, let me tell you about FanDuel. October baseball is here. And as you know, your heart rate has gone up and down on a daily basis. Well, look, you can calm down now. 
because I've got America's number one sports book here for you. Join FanDuel today, and you'll and when you get started, you'll get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. That's right. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch to the final out. You can bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. I mean, look, if you use FanDuel and you were betting on game five and Altuve hit that shot and that was something you put in, you probably saw the benefits of that. And if you don't want to wait until the whole game to get the W is completed, predict what will happen the next at bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash locked on right now. Step up to the plate this postseason. Get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. And don't forget that if you're going to go watch the game, go check out the game at Hooters. They are there. Why? Because they want to make you happy with not only food, not only brew, but they have the world-famous Hooters girls. Whether you're in Galveston or Pasadena, Humble or Pearland, NASA or Sugarland, or even up in Humble, they are there for you. So go check them out today. I know this week on Thursday, there will be a pageant supporting breast, a breast cancer foundation Go to the Gallison store, buy a ticket. It is a closed event, so go there today and hang out where the guys at Locked On Astros hang out Monday through Friday. They have specials. They have 2 to 7 happy hour and then 10 p.m. to close. And on Thursday nights, they also have Thursday night football and Thursday night karaoke. So check them out and tell them the guys at Locked On Astros sent you. You get a free basket of fried pickles today. All right, so guys, don't forget to catch all the play-by-play action tomorrow night. It's going to be Astros versus Rangers, and it's going to be on SiriusXM. So if you can't watch the game, if you're not in car, just go and download the SXM app uh, and search Astros and hear all the play-by-play action. And it's going to be very intense. And it's going to be, if you have heart issues, go ahead and uh, just take your medicine beforehand. If you have asthma Go ahead and uh, take your inhaler beforehand. If you have any type of medical conditions, that anxiety, um, you need some help, just go and get your medicine ahead of time because tomorrow's game is going to be intense. Just think about all the game sevens we've witnessed in the past. That's what tomorrow's going to be. And it's for the state of Texas. And it's for bragging rights. It's for everything. Going back to the World Series, but it's also for bragging rights possibly facing the the Phillies again. So it's just like, we, we want to do it. And, but it's all about breaking this, whatever this little thing is about not winning at home, this whole series, it's been that same thing. And if you want somebody after a loss, Christian Javier in the past two seasons, following a loss, he is three and O with a 1.08 ERA with 21 strikeouts in 16 and two-thirds innings and three starts after the Astros lose in a playoff game. So if you want anybody on that mound, like I said, Christian Javier is your guy. He is El Reptil. He's the guy that has um, – he's just up there. He's just going to go out there and just mow down the Rangers, and you just got to score some runs. Score some runs, please. Yeah, just got to score some runs. And, yes, we are keeping the faith. We're not going to give up on our team. We're not going to – someone in here said they were burning their Tucker jersey. Like, why Like why even own a jersey if you're going to do that to it? That's I don't, I, I don't know if you're just saying that. But, dude, like, don't, don't, don't be that fan base, okay? 
Um, and don't let the don't let the Rangers fans get you stirred up. Look, if you're a Rangers fan, you're hanging out with us. That's great. We love having you here. We we appreciate that your time. But nothing's over. Nobody wins a series in six games. Um, we have proven that we can plumble this team. We have proven that we can beat this team. We just, for whatever reason, neither team wants to win at home. And um, had the Rangers taken care of that game and not and you know put us away, this game right here would have been the World Series clinching game. They wouldn't have to have a game seven. So my question is this to you, Eric, and I, th- I think this is a good topic for us to kind of, you know, wrap up on. Um, not necessarily curse at home, and I was going to talk about that, but I don't. I want to take this in a different direction. Who has? Who truly has more pressure? Is it the Astros? Now, let me finish my thought. Is it the Astros because they haven't been winning at home, or is it the Rangers? Because if the Rangers lose game seven and everybody else has been able to beat them, then that's almost a bigger failure. Gosh, these guys couldn't do anything at home. They've lost 15 of the last 17 games at home. Y'all couldn't beat them in game seven. So who in this scenario, for you, in your opinion, think thinks has the most pressure? I would say, honestly, the Astros because of how to get today's game transpired. And I think the fact that there's this belief that they can't win at home now. And they're like, what? We can't do this. And so uh, something's got to happen where they score like four or five runs in inning. They've got to have something to do this. But at the same time, if you want a team that can get over that hump, it's the Astros. But they got to wake their butts up and do something. because, Or else they're going to be sitting on their couches watching – the Rangers in the freaking world series. And that's going to be suck. Yeah. Am I give still be Astros fan? Sure. But yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Pissed that all off season. Like you well, had your chance. Look, <laughs> look, mattress max, like, dang it. I got to, I'm not going to win all that money that I bet. I'm going to have to, you know, sorry. Uh, if you bought a mattress, it's not going to be free. So there's that motivation for you. So so I'm gauging what people are saying. I think about half of y'all are saying the Astros have have all the pressure. Um, half of y'all are saying the Rangers. I honestly think that the Rangers have – they have the most pressure to actually finish the job. Um, right. But at the end of the day, these are professional baseball players. And I've said this before. I've said it all season. If there is a team out of the 30 teams in Major League Baseball – that can do it, that can do something that's set before them that shouldn't be done, it is the Houston Astros. And if they do come out and win, I'm not going to be surprised because I know deep down who this team is, but it comes with a whole heck of a lot of respect for the Rangers. Because even though we did beat the Rangers the way we beat them with Altuve going up you know, five to four and they didn't end up taking that lead back in the ninth inning, that was a game where they fought. That was the first time where the lead changed. The lead changed again two games in a row where the lead has changed. Right. But it didn't flip like it did in game five. The lead changed. The Rangers took the lead back. The Astros went back on top. They won. This game, Astros went on top. Rangers tied. Rangers went on top. They never looked back. So those five runs in the end, to me, 
aren't as hurtful as if they would have been in the beginning of the game. Okay. That was the relief core. Things were kind of already unraveling. You kind of knew the path that things were going down. And some people said Dusty Wade, the white flag, putting in Singleton, putting in Montero. I don't really know. I mean, if the Astros are up seven to two, you're not saying that. So tomorrow they've got to come here. They got to put their heads down. They know the other team on the other side wants it just as bad as they do. And they have got to treat the game tomorrow, honestly, like it's any other game. Yeah, They can't treat it like it's an elimination. They just got to treat it like it's a baseball game. And they've got to remember what it's like to hit the ball and they just come to the ball. You have to treat park. it like it's an elimination game. <laughs> well, I know no, what you're saying. But yeah. But no, yeah. you you literally – because baseball is about failure and not not when you fail. It's what you do when you fail. You know yeah. the old Rocky speech? It's not whether you get knocked down. You're going to get knocked down. It's what you do when you get knocked down. And like the great Rudy Tomjanovan said, never underestimate the heart of the champion. We're still the reigning champs. We still haven't been dethroned. We still have life. Right. And until this team gets defeated, I will believe in them. They are my ride or die. I will stand this team no matter what. I'll weather the storm for y'all. Y'all can have doubt. Y'all can have fear. But for me and my house, we're going to always trust the Astros. Bruce Bochy was asked, well, why can't a home team win a game this series? He said, that's a million-dollar question. We don't know why. We know what the Astros' record is at, at on the road. And we know that both teams are very balanced. They pitch well. They have a good offense. And we've been pitching well. And I have a good offense, too. I can't explain that. I wish I could. Or we would have done a better job at home. And that's basically what Dusty Baker has been saying all season. We don't know what the deal is. Why can't we win at home? But no more excuses. The job is now. This is uh, the 162 games and however many games we played this postseason. It all leads up to this moment tomorrow. Christian Javier on the mound. And uh, Dusty Baker said that if uh, if he knew for a fact that Brian Brayu would not be available tomorrow, he would have probably put him in for a second inning today. And so he wished there was some closure to this. Uh, so, I mean, I don't I know the game was a little bit out of control at that point, <laughs> but um maybe have not having Stanek and all that's in at that time, another inning of Brian Bray, you would have been a little bit better, but uh, guys, we are still the locked on Astros podcast. We'll still be here for you every game. Um, and if the Astros lose tomorrow, we'll go ahead and be here for you. If the Astros win, that's we'll right. celebrate with you. We're no not going what. anywhere. We'll be here all off season, all postseason, whatever it is. And we're your guys. So uh, Brett, some closing thoughts. Yeah, hey, you know what, guys, um, go to work, wear your Astros gear, be a proud Astros fan, and fight with this team until the end because I promise you they do want to win. They do want to get back to the World Series, and I, I think you're going to see a locked-in team tomorrow. So you heard it here from H-Town Wheelhouse, Eric the Man Heisman. We're your only daily Astros podcast. We do more than any other show, and we got your back. Don't fret, don't fear, because you know what? Game 7 will be here, and the Astros have a mission. Get back to their third straight World Series title. Let's go Strohs. Bury me in the H, baby. Go Strohs.